Welcome to another episode of the Classic Car Corner podcast. Our guest is founder and CEO of Putnam Leasing, the leader in exotic and classic car leasing. Since 1983, Putnam Leasing gives their clients leasing alternatives for classic, exotic, luxury, and sports cars ranging in prices up to a million dollars and on terms that best fit your budget. But first, these words from our sponsor. Jason, John, we all have cars and we like to take care of them. And today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. They're locally owned, professionally operated, and whatever we drive, they service. From domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, and diesel, Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With four convenient neighborhood locations, how may they be of service? I'm Jason Painter. Co-hosting tonight is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel, and we welcome Mr. Stephen Posner, a longtime auto enthusiast who helps his clients capture their dream of driving their car of choice. Headquartered in Greenwich, Connecticut, Mr. Posner and his leasing agents are poised to arrange your lease terms. Stephen, it is great to have you here tonight. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you coming on. Happy to be here. Thank you. You are quite welcome. And so we've got uh, plenty of questions here for you tonight. We'd like to start out with how did you begin your career in the automotive industry and what led you to being involved in automotive leasing specific specifically? Um. I needed a job in between college and uh, went to the employment service at the uh, college I was going to at the time, and there was a job posted on the bulletin board for an automobile transporter for a leasing company not too far from where I lived. All right. And and, uh, the rest is history. Oh, very good. Never went back to college. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, the car business, as we both know, is a fun and lucrative business, so uh, so I understand that for sure. So, Stephen, can what is the some of the financial benefits of leasing a car instead of purchasing it? Um, well, there are several, but um, just a couple that come to my mind are um, most cars. Not not so much the collectibles, especially these days, are depreciating assets. And why would you invest and write a check for an automobile that's going to go down in value? Why not lease it and make your payments incrementally as opposed to either tying up a bunch of your cash uh, or going to borrow a bunch of money to put down uh, um, to, to finance a car? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, another thing is, depending on the state that you live in, your sales tax is paid incrementally on a leased vehicle as opposed to paying it all up front, um, which saves you a lot of money in the event that you um, lease something and you get tired of it after a year or two. You've only paid the sales tax on the payments that you've made, and when you go to, to sell it or terminate the lease or trade it in or whatever, um, you've only paid, again, the sales tax on whatever payments you've made throughout the term that you've kept the call for. Gotcha. I never knew um, that. Uh, is another, that... Another, another, sorry? I'm sorry. Is that common with all leasing vehicles, the, the leasing lease process? Vehicles. Yes, uh, depending on the state. It, hypothetically, if you lived in the state of California, you would pay sales tax on whatever your monthly payment is um, for as long as you kept the automobile. If you bought that vehicle, and let's say it was $100,000, 
and you lived in LA, the sales tax I think is nine and a half percent. You pay ninety five hundred dollars in sales tax, um, and if you got tired of the car after a year or a year and a half, and you traded it in for something else, there's no sales tax credit in the state of California. Where if you leased it and your payment was fifteen hundred bucks a month, you'd pay nine and a half percent on fifteen hundred dollars a month for as long as you kept the car. Gotcha. It makes a lot more sense. Why? Forget about you know Putnam and everything else. Mm-hmm. Why anybody would buy a car as opposed to lease it in the state of California is beyond me. Now, um, it, California is not the only state that lets you do that incrementally. Connecticut does. Mm-hmm. Florida does. Uh, there are several states throughout the United States, Massachusetts, that collect sales tax monthly as opposed to paying it all up front. Gotcha. Very big thing. Wow. Second thing with all leases, all leases do not report to the credit bureaus. So if you were to buy a car for a quarter of a million dollars and you took a loan on it or you leased it through the manufacturer, that would show up as a mark against your credit. With leasing, um, we borrow the money from the bank to lease you the car, so it does not show up on your credit report. Oh, interesting. Big thing if, yeah, big thing if you're in... Uh, the real estate business, or you don't want to show that you're overly leveraged um, with um, an automobile loan or an automobile lease with anybody else. Ah, I got you. Okay, very interesting. Stephen, am I, uh, next question I have for you is uh, just as far as, uh, not profiling, but who is a typical client of Putnam Leasing? Uh, is there a certain age range that typically gets into this vehicle? It's very, very broad. Mm-hmm. We have we have YouTubers that are in their early twenties leasing quarter of a million, half a million dollar cars from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, professional athletes, doctors, lawyers. Um, it pretty much runs the gamut of you know, anybody that's looking to creatively uh, drive something um, and not pay a hell of a lot of money up front. Oh, right. very good. Right. So, so uh, in our intro, obviously, um, I know you've been in the business since 1977. You've we you've been serving since 1983. How how has the auto leasing changed since you started out there, Stephen? Well, when I started in the leasing business, there were no manufacturer programs for any cars. Mm-hmm. There were only independent leasing companies such as Putnam um, that serviced dealerships throughout the United States, but marks like Mercedes, BMW, Porsche, Cadillac, uh, Rolls-Royce, Lamborghini, Ferrari. Um, there were no programs. And these these dealers used companies like Putnam to help sell their cars. Mm-hmm. Um, probably... In the early 80s, um, when the car business was not so good, um, and, and the car business does go through peaks and valleys, right? Um, manufacturers decided that they were going to get involved in the automobile leasing business themselves. So, hence, Mercedes-Benz Credit, Porsche Financial, so on and so forth had started. And the only companies... The only car companies that got into this really late in the game were the exotics, or the Ferraris and the 
Rolls and Lamborghinis mm-hmm. and Porsches and stuff like that. Um, and what we specialized in was the exotic cars that really didn't have a program. Okay. We were the program. We helped the manufacturers. Putnam helped the manufacturers um, sell their cars through our leasing program. Gotcha. Uh, eventually, they got involved in it, but you know, um, our, our service, Putnam service, is a lot more personal than going through a company like a Ferrari Financial or a Rolls-Royce Financial. Um, our agents, our salespeople kind of hold your hand throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a lot more customer service oriented gotcha. than going to a big financial institution. And a lot of people and, want and, that. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, um, well, when you're spending a half a million dollars for a car, All right. you want to know, you, you want a little car therapy. Sure. And the dealers know how to sell cars, but they really don't know how to lease them. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the ins and outs and, and, and customizing lease programs for customers because the programs that the manufacturers offer are pretty cookie cutter. Gotcha. Well, no one uh, really thinks out of the box. Uh, right. Uh, that's a hard thing to find these days, uh, for sure. <laughs> um, so you've already mentioned a couple just of this previous answer. And aside from the financial benefits, what is the appeal of leasing uh, a vintage or exotic car for buyers uh, in this current automotive market? Um, it, it, it pretty much is what I mentioned. Um, uh, you, you, can, you can buy more of a car with less of a payment leasing it than you could if you found a bank, and there are a couple of them out there, or financial institutions that allow you to finance them, because there's a residual value at the end, mm-hmm. and the payments, because of that, because of the mathematics behind a lease, the monthly payment is a lot less than if you were to go get a conventional loan, if offered, on any other car that you were interested in. Yeah. What now? Speaking about uh, just you know, what the difference between a dealership and dealer financing? uh, What sets Putnam Leasing apart from other automotive leasing companies? Well, there's not a lot of us left, Mm -hmm. which um, back in the the late seventies and early eighties, there were dozens and dozens and dozens, but with the manufacturers getting involved in the leasing business, a lot of those leasing companies either sold and were absorbed by other people or they went into different niches of the leasing business, trucks, tractor trailers, uh, street sweepers, funeral cars and stuff like that, where uh, at Putnam, our forte was always the exotic car business. Mm -hmm. So where a dealership a, a Ferrari or Lamborghini dealership could sell their new car product and have a program for it. They also have an exotic end of it, to or pre-owned or or, or uh, a sports car end of it that sell older cars that the manufacturers can offer a program for. Right. And that's where we come into play gotcha. to help the dealer finance, or, or I should say, lease. Um, what what the manufacturers really can't do for those companies that that 
uh, either dissolved or went away. Did, did some of those car companies buy up leasing companies just to leverage themselves, or was it just because they got involved in that space that kind of did it on its own? Um, I, I don't understand the question. Well, I was just uh, when Putnam's one of the few companies that are still around uh, doing this. Right. I was just curious if the other companies that used to be around doing it, that for those that went into other markets, like you were saying, uh, commercial vehicles and what have you, did right. did manufacturers uh, absorb some of those leasing companies just to get their share of the business? Share. Yeah. yeah, I'm just curious. No, not really. Okay, not really. Yeah, there, I mean, there were banks that that uh, that bought other leasing companies, but eventually the banks got out of it. So, that, hence, there are not a lot of companies left that do what we do. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. So, uh, Stephen, do, do you think leasing vehicles is going to become more and more popular in the future? Now, we know that leasing exists, and you do have your conventional uh, auto finance with a closed term. Um, then you have your, your you have your leasing options. But, you know, with the onset of the electric vehicles and new companies that are coming out, um, what, what, what's your take on that? Um. Again, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, sure. If you could just repeat the question to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of oh, sure. So, so um, going in, in the future, so right now, um, uh, where, where do you think leasing uh, in the future, uh, where do you think it's headed? Do you think it's going to be, become all the more popular uh, with, with people leasing versus the conventional auto loans or – do you think um, do you think uh, loans are going to still remain a tad bit more popular than leasing? And I'm saying that because obviously we've got we've got new brands, new electric vehicles that are becoming all the more prominent. Um, I would I would think that leasing is a more viable option just based on the prices on these cars. Uh, I'm assuming you agree with that. People don't look at buying cars much anymore. They look at leasing them. You know, um, the beauty behind the lease used to be the tax benefits, and not the sales tax benefits, but the tax benefits behind writing it off Mm -hmm. on your taxes, having Uncle Sam pay for it. Gotcha. Today, Today, leasing is really popular for everyone because it gives you the opportunity to buy more of a car and spend less of a payment. You know, I speak to friends and uh, and listen to people talk at, the, at my gym, mm-hmm. and you hear people talking about dinner. It's not, hey, I got a great deal. I paid $98,000 for this car, and the list price was one hundred and five or one hundred and ten. It's, I got to lease the car for $1,000 a month. Right. I lease $100,000. People don't really look at so much the price of the car, they look at what the least the, the monthly payment is, yeah. and I think that people are going to generate more and more, if not as much as it is now, to lease cars than to finance cars. Yeah, yep. Um, well, there's such yeah. a value to that. I mean, it's... yeah, there definitely is, <clears throat> and there are manufacturers today that offer one percent financing, zero percent financing, but the payment. Even at a zero percent finding, which is a great deal, 
is very, very high because, again, you're amortizing a loan down to nothing mm-hmm. versus the lease, which amortizes whatever you pay for the car, for the term, down to the residual value. And, and basically, that's what you're paying for, just the depreciation on the car. So it makes so much more sense to lease a car than it does to, to surely write a check for it or even to finance it. Right. Well, Stephen, we're going to ask our listeners to take a quick moment and check out our sponsor, G.D. Herring. G.D. Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And we are speaking with Stephen Posner, founder and CEO of Putnam Leasing. And, uh, and again, yet again, it's, it's, it's uh, very interesting, especially with the different makes and models that you guys uh, there at Putnam Leasing are allowing folks to, to capture. Um, so that leads me into my question, There you Jason. go, right. Uh, so do you have a favorite rare automobile that you've leased while working with Putnam Leasing? So I'm doing this 43 years. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I'm sure there's <clears throat> some that you've forgotten and done. I got to tell you, if I had a crystal ball, I leased cars back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. that I only wish it would have been me leasing cars. <laughs> you know, is there a favorite lease? You know, probably I'm going to say the late 70s. Mm-hmm. I I had I was involved with a lease on a, a 1973 Ferrari Daytona Spider. Oh, wow. Nice. That um, the dealer had, uh, uh, an individual had bought and put on blocks and didn't drive. And back then those cars were 35 grand. And oh, we had a customer that leased it and it was a brand new red tan Daytona Spider. And it sold for a record price of $150,000. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, you know, today the car was, is $2,400,000, mm-hmm. Right. Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> uh, the story behind this phenomenon. Crazy, crazy money. All right. Yes, crazy it is. Money. Yep. <laughs> well, I guess I, I should follow up with that. With, is, there, is there a car that you've always wanted to drive? but haven't had the chance to yet. It sounds like yes. over these cars, there's one that you're like, I'm going to have to test drive that before you take possession. <laughs> what might some of those well, be? The interesting thing is we, we probably do a hundred transactions a month. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, even though, even though you envision it, like Putnam leasing is this big dealership that leases cars. Most of our business is derived through dealerships throughout the United States, mm-hmm. auctions like the Gooding Auction, the RM Auctions, Gooding Auction were sponsors for. We were uh, the original leasing company for McLaren when it came into the United States oh, cool. back in 2012. Um, um, we, um, is there a, is there I'm sorry. Tell me the question again. Is uh, there is there one car that you've leased, but you or that you've wanted to drive, oh, but that you I haven't had a chance to yet? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of threw me off when you said <laughs> before I leased yeah. that I want to drive it. Like, <laughs> you don't really do that. It's it's a lot of pay, pushing paper sure, and stuff like sure, that. Sure. I've never driven a Jaguar XKE. Oh, oh wow. okay. There a you long go. bullet. Never in my mm-hmm. life have I ever driven one. I've driven Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Porsches and. 
Mercedes and everything, and I've always wanted to drive one. And that's something. Always. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and and I don't mean that to be just one. So, like, there could be, a, like, a top three list, <laughs> no particular order. So that's really um, cool. I've never, okay, I've never driven an old Corvette, you know, from the late 50s, early 60s. Oh, wow. Never driven yeah. one of those. Um, and I, I, I'm probably at least hundreds of them throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see, the last car... Um, I would say uh, late 50s, early 60s Cadillacs. Yes. I mean, I know that's kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was born in the late 50s, but the, it's like the 1959 uh, Caddy Eldorado convertible. With the big uh, fins. With the big fins. Right, right. I yep. would love to drive one of those right. cars. Yep. Um, I, um, I, I don't know where I would park it, but uh, <laughs> right. it's like a boat. But, yeah. um, Four that's, spaces. That's, that's probably my top three right off the top of my head. <laughs> there you go. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that, that's in the uh, the design time of Harley Earl, who designed all those um, big uh, big fins on those cars back in the day. That's cool stuff for sure. Um, yes. So, Stephen, do you gravitate towards newer exotic cars or are you drawn towards vintage vehicles? Now, I'm a I'm a I'm a collector car guy. Uh, I like old stuff. Obviously, old stuff doesn't have warranties. However, the newer exotic cars would. So, do you gravitate? I mean, does it matter to you whether it's a '65 Mustang or a 2021 uh, McLaren 570s? Are you talking about personally or business wise? Oh, business wise, do you gravitate towards newer or vintage? I love everything. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, if you, you know, it, for us, it, it's we understand the new car market and the vintage car market. Okay, the vintage car market generally uh, brings in um, a more educated buyer in what they're buying. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone just doesn't wake up one day and say, "I want to," I want to. 1972 and 1973 Ferrari 246 Dino. Gotcha. They've definitely done their research, mm-hmm. uh, and they've definitely either uh, um, have gone to a dealership that they found a car that has the provenance that they're looking for along with the condition. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to the the buyer that you know, a brand new McLaren or a brand new Ferrari. Um, different kind of buyer i mean they've done their homework but with the older cars you really have to do their your homework gotcha now if you ask me personally i'm an old car guy Mm -hmm. okay gotcha uh, right uh, (laughs) i'm definitely an old car guy that's kind of kind of what i have in my stable right okay all right yeah no that's uh that i and i'm i share the same sentiment um, i'm an old car guy too for sure so but i think what you got to underscore here is the fact that that putnam leasing provides the very um services that allow so many people to take advantage of terms and lease options at a um at a comfort at a comfortable uh, monthly budget correct that's correct yep gotcha and, and yep. we do we do the gamut we lease cars from the 20s and the 30s Duesenbergs, wow cords yeah. mm-hmm. Auburns. and what's important for everybody to know is ours is a lease to own program it's 
it's not like you lease it for three, four, or five years and you give it back and you move on. It's more for the collector, okay. the individual that wants the creative way to buy something mm-hmm. that they normally either couldn't afford to buy or wants to put the want to put their their cash money to different use other than right. buying a car. Right, right. No, nope. I get it. Absolutely. So, what's the typical timeline for leasing a vehicle? Um, the typical what? Timeline. I was at two years, three years, five years. Um, uh, well, most of the vehicles we do are, um, I think the the average price is somewhere around two hundred thousand dollars. Although we do vehicles from fifty thousand dollars and up. And just to to correct you, I mean we've done leases on cars for five, six, seven million dollars. Wow! Uh, oh, I know when gotcha. you set up a million dollars, yeah, it, it doesn't really make a difference. Um, t- uh, the dollar amount, if um, the collateral is what it is, and the, the person who's looking to lease it can afford it, and the credit is good enough for it. Uh, typical term is anywhere from four to five years. Although we do offer leases from two, three, and two and three years as well. But it's basically most people do four and five years. So you just piqued my curiosity here. Ballpark, obviously, I doubt you have the exact figures in front of you. So what would a monthly lease be on a $4 million vehicle? (laughs) I mean, how much jack do you have to throw down monthly to have that $4 million car in your stable? $4 million car, you know, a million dollars down. Uh, so you're looking at a three million dollar lease. You're probably somewhere around thirty grand a month. Nice. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See now that's the range of if you have to ask how much the gas is, you can't afford the car. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's a certain clientele that some oh, of these. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious to know yeah. what that. Number oh, absolutely. Interesting. Now, f- from the lease- leasing that you've done recently, is there a specific vehicle or brand that you've seen growing in popularity? Um, because we generate our business from um, probably five different sources, mm-hmm. both through word of mouth, because we've been around the longest, right. and... Um, the auction business that we do and the dealerships we do business with, there really isn't one particular brand. I mean, they used to be, but you know, mm-hmm. right now it, I mean, it used to be Ferrari. Um, but the manufacturers like Lamborghini and, and Bugatti and Pagani, they've gotten so good and so popular. Um, There's it, really not one particular car that we do the most of. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I really couldn't put, if it was 10 years ago, it would be Ferrari. Right. Gotcha. Um, it was 12 years ago, it would be Ferrari. And for a very long time, it was McLaren because we were the only uh, financing source that McLaren mm-hmm. um, had uh, was involved with for a number of years before they went on to one of the captive banks. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, so Stephen, I know you've been doing this obviously, as we said, a very long time. Is there anything you wish you knew before you entered into the automotive leasing sector? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. The um, magic ball. Yeah, the magic the, ball. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. I was just going to say that a magic <laughs> right. ball that I could look into right. with the future. 
Well, I got to tell you, I'm a very fortunate man. Uh, I stumbled upon a business. I mean, everybody loves cars when they're young. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was very fortunate to be involved in the automobile leasing business at an early age um, and to see and learn the business when cars were not as expensive as they are um, and have the great opportunities to work with some of um, the most gifted financial people mm -hmm. that um, or leasing people that were around back then. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm considered one of the old timers in the business, even though I'm not that old. I don't think I'm that old. Um, <laughs> right. um, um, there's really, uh, other than there's nothing I could really tell you that um, really could answer that question accurately other than um, I wish I had the crystal ball. Right. <laughs> I understand. But, but this In a is... lot of different ways, you know, not only to predict um, what the values of the cars would be down the road, because we kind of know that. Mm -hmm. um, um, and we, um, obviously, we didn't know that uh, a car that sold for $150,000 the 40 years ago would be worth two and a half million. Million, right, right. Yeah. But, but, you know, to know that when you get involved in a deal um, is the person you're leasing the gar, car from, or to um, going to be able to fulfill their obligations. Yeah. Because like in every other business, you know, every business is great as long as you get paid. Right. All right. Well, you know, and, and, and you know, just to, to accompany what you just mentioned, um, you know, you've been in this business long enough. You, you've, you've been able to help people achieve a lot of dreams from an automotive side of things that might not have been possible. And so to me, that is very rewarding because, uh, you know, uh, being a, being a car guy and enthusiast of my, uh, of myself, it's, it's always fun knowing that, okay, Hey, look, uh, there's an option out here and, and, you know, uh, Putnam leasing will do their best to, you know, um, uh, cater to your, to your payments and you get the, satisfaction of knowing that you've got another perfectly satisfied customer out there driving a car of his or her choice, um, whether it's vintage or exotic. So I think that's, that's, that's really something to, 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 you know, um, ha have, hang your hat on. It, yeah, right. Hang your hat on. I mean, just, I think that's great. Well, customer service is really important. Um, if you do the right thing for one person, that one person in their lifetime has got to know a hundred people. Right. Yep. And, if, and if he tells half of the people that he knows that if it wasn't for Stephen Posner or the people at Putnam Leasing, if this wouldn't be possible and they're the best guys to deal with, mm -hmm. that gives me great satisfaction. Well, sure it does. Customer satisfaction is really important. And unfortunately, it's kind of like being in a restaurant business. You can't satisfy everybody. But you do your best. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that we do our best. Right. Um, that's why we're around such a long time, and we have a, a great following, and people know who we are. Right. Yep. In a good way. In, in a good way. That's right. There you go. Right. So I have one more question for you, Stephen. Is there anything else that you collect besides cars? Now, Jason has a garage full of cars, and he has a basement full of 
everything that probably you could probably build a car <laughs> right. for the most part taking parts and signs and emblems and dealership signs uh off his wall in his basement do you collect anything else besides cars um i like watches i like wine no oh, there we go there you go nice nice what, what by the way car wise what do you have in your collection there steven well, um, let's see. I have a a, Por- a Porsche coupe. Okay. I've got a little Mercedes convertible from the eighties. There you go. I've got a nineteen eighty five um, Mercedes Benz three hundred TD wagon that I've had for about twenty years. Nice. Okay. If I totaled, if I totaled the amount of money that I've put into it over twenty years, <laughs> I could probably go buy a, a new E sixty three wagon. Okay, you're right. Uh, <laughs> and let's see. I drive. I have a Bentley that I drive every day. Oh, nice! Uh, right. Only because it's really hard to find in, in today's uh, market yeah. a good, a good a, a everyday car at a normal price. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have? Um, those are the only cars that come to my mind. I got you right. I have in, in you know in my stable. There you go. And fun ones too, might I add. So yeah, um, <laughs> right. you know the gamut. Yeah, right. It's the exactly. gamut, and I'm an old car guy. Oh, and I, I we, I also just bought a 1970 Lancia. I'm sorry, Alfa Romeo Giulia. Okay. That I'm going to do rallies on. Nice. Fun. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. Very fun. If it's ever ready in the shop. Gotcha. Well, it's Italian. It'll visit a garage you'll have fun with it it'll visit a garage you'll have fun with it and it'll visit a garage that's right exactly (laughs) so what's the best piece of advice you can you can offer a car collector when choosing between um buying a particular vehicle straight up versus leasing it then and this is to a car collector now um i know you touched on it a little bit but leasing yeah leasing makes sense in a lot of different ways if you can't write off the IRS can't tell you what you can drive, but uh, so. But that being said, if you're a collector, um, the whole sales tax paying monthly versus right. yep. paying it all up front is is huge. Uh, if you're a collector, um, the whole thing that we don't report to the credit bureaus um, is very big. Money, at least money today, is cheap. The cost of money, mm-hmm. the effective rate. Although there's no interest on a lease, there's an effective rate. is very inexpensive compared to what it was mm-hmm. 10 or 15 or even five years ago. Um, yeah. So you really have to weigh out all your options. If, you, if you're looking at a collector car for a quarter of a million dollars, why not lease it and take the quarter of a million dollars and go buy a piece of property, and go invest it. in another business, right. and, and, you know, you have a shot the other way right. and pay for your car incrementally as opposed to putting down a chunk of money up front. Right. You're going to have the same enjoyment, but you may have a different kind of enjoyment with the money that you use. You were going to use to pay for the car in sure. cash yep. and buying a business or yep. buying a vacation home that's going to appreciate. Right. That's my advice to the collector. Okay. Oh, that's great. Different way of being being liquid, having liquidity in in your assets. Yeah, and, that's right. That's exactly right. Getting the best value for your money. Now, Stephen, I've I've got one final important question for you, and I've asked all of our guests this question, and it's not a gotcha, but uh, when you took your driver's test, do you recall what vehicle you took your driver's test in? Yes. What did you drive? I do. 
I took my ninth, my father's 1970 Ford Torino station wagon. Oh, the Torino red. station wagon. Nice, right? Yeah, okay. red with the wood grain sides. Uh-huh. And I tell you, the first time I went, I failed <laughs> my test. <laughs> Because my father forgot to bring the registration to the car. Oh, oh wow. gotcha. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Now, did this Torino that, that wagon... was an immediate failure. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Now, did this Torino wagon happen to have wood paneling on the side? You did. I don't know if you mentioned it. Red? It It was fire engine red with uh, wood grain on the side and the black interior. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow was right. And I wish I had that car. I think, uh, uh, what is it, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, show, Driving in Cars with Comedians or so, or Coffee in Cars and Comedians. Uh, anyhow, uh, he was in one of those vehicles. So you will have to, um, and I think it was red, and, and it may, I don't know if it was a 1970, but it was certainly in that genre. Uh, of of cars, so you'll have to Google um, that with Jerry Seinfeld. That was a good show, and that's our first first Torino wagon. Yep, that's so right. That's right. Yep. That is awesome. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, it was a boat. It was a boat, but it was a great car. Oh, absolutely. Well, Stephen, uh, this has been such a fun and informative discussion, and what a pleasure to have spoken you uh, with you this evening. And then a special thanks to Joseph Anderson for coordinating this podcast with us today. Where can people check out Putnam Leasing? Uh, um, www.putnamleasing.com. Okay. Uh, we have a pretty extensive website. Um, and depending on where you live in the United States, there are uh, our salespeople uh, are territorial, or you can always get a hold of me at my office, one eight hundred two seven eight zero zero seven one. Perfect, perfect. And also, uh, you know, be sure to check out Putnam Leasing's article in Auto Week, which I read, which is very, very informative, as well as you you have a two-minute uh, overview, overview on YouTube as well with uh, Stephen Posner. So uh, people ought to check that out as well for sure. So, um, And for our listeners, remember to check out our website, www.theclassiccarcorner.com. If you're looking to get your car inspected or appraised, uh, we'd certainly welcome that opportunity. Uh, you can give me a call or contact me at jason at gdherring.com remember to check out autobiotags.com every car has a story be sure to tell yours and if you're looking for collector parts check out cpx at collectorpartexchange.com thank you for listening and happy motoring from your friends here at the classic car corner podcast